Chapter Twenty of the Red Cross Girls with Pershing to Victory by Margaret Vandercook. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Nora Jamison explains. It was toward the end of the same week that a note arrived for Major James Hersey from Sonya Clark. She asked him to make an appointment with Colonel Winfield in order that he might see her and one of her Red Cross nurses as soon as possible. Would Major Hersey also try to be present? There was a reason which he would understand why his presence might be necessary. Colonel Winfield and Sonia Clark were great friends, as the colonel had been one of the commanders of a regiment stationed near the Red Cross Hospital in the neighborhood of Chateau Thierry for many months before the close of the war. The colonel, however, was not in his library at the moment of Major Hersey's arrival. Sonia Clark and Nora Jamison were there awaiting his appearance. We are a few moments early. I suppose the colonel will be here directly, Sonia remarked. You may not approve of our having coming first to the colonel's quarters instead of seeing one of the heads of our secret service, she continued. But since neither Miss Jamison nor I knew exactly what we should do, we decided to make a report directly to you. Then you will know what should be done. Secrecy seemed to us of first importance. During Sonia's speech, Colonel Winfield had come into his room and now apologized for his delay. Nora Jamison had never met the distinguished officer before and therefore looked a little frightened, but a glance at Major Jimmy's interested face reassured her. After all, he was the one person who would substantiate the story she had to tell, for even if he had no positive evidence, at least his suspicions would coincide with her knowledge. You are sure there is no one who may overhear us, Colonel Winfield, she asked a little timidly. I think when I tell you what I am about to, that you will understand why one still has reason to suspect almost anyone in Germany, although the good, of course, must suffer with the evil. Colonel Winfield nodded. I understood from Mrs. Clark that you wished to talk to me on a private matter, and I have one of my orderlies stationed at the door. There is no chance of being overheard. As for continuing to feel suspicion of the enemy, while the American army is policing the Rhine, it is our business to take every precaution against treachery. At present, I wish I could be more certain that the state of mind among the inhabitants of Koblenz is what it appears upon the surface. Tell me what information you have and how you have acquired it. There is a possibility that I may not be so much in the dark as you at present suspect, Miss Jamison. If you don't mind, may I take off my hat while I talk? Nora Jamison asked. It is boyish of me, I suspect, but I can talk better with my hat off. Do you happen to know, Colonel Winfield, that there are persons in Germany who are friendly to the Kaiser in spite of all that he has made them endure? Actually, they do not seem to realize that he is chiefly responsible for the tragedy of their country and her present position as an outcast among the nations. Yes, I quite understand that fact. Colonel Winfield returned dryly. Then do you also know, Colonel, that there are men and women in Germany today who are anxious to rescue the Kaiser from his fate? They would make any possible sacrifice to save him from being tried by an international court in case the Allies decide upon this course. But perhaps I had best tell my story from the beginning, and you must forgive me if some of it appears confused. At this instant, clasping her hands together in her lap, Nora Jamison sat staring straight ahead, but looking at nothing in the room, rather at some mental picture. When I came to Europe, I hoped to be of service as a Red Cross nurse, but by the time I arrived, the war was over and the armistice about to be signed. 
still i hoped i had not come altogether in vain and persuaded dr clark to bring me with him as a member of his red cross staff who were to serve with the american army of occupation in koblenz i felt a good deal of bitterness in coming into germany the young man to whom i was engaged was killed by the germans near chateau thierry i know it was wrong and yet i felt as if i would like to revenge myself upon them for all i have suffered i must apologize for telling you this but you will see that it does bear upon my story well after i came to germany although i discovered that i did dislike and distrust the german people yet i could not make up my mind not to feel affection for the little german kinder who after all were in no way responsible for the war i always nursed children before i joined the red cross and have a special fondness for them the little french louisa and i who are always together except when i am at work made friends with a number of the german children among them were two little girls whom major hersey will tell you are especially attractive but if i seem to single out these two children and especially the older one freya it was not because she so greatly attracted me early in our acquaintance the little girl told me an anecdote which struck me as extraordinary and almost immediately aroused my suspicion please don't think i found out at once what i am trying to tell you i at first had to piece things together freya told me that her brother captain ludwig liedermann who had been wounded had recovered but would not leave his room and did not wish any one to know he was well freya received the impression that he did not wish to be seen by any of the american officers or soldiers in koblenz he once told little freya that he hated to meet the men who defeated their emperor and driven him into exile the colonel nodded yes well that strikes me as if alone it might be a sufficient reason i would not be surprised if there were other german officers and soldiers hiding from us with the same excuse however we shall remain on duty in germany until both the military and the civilians find it wiser not to seek cover in order to escape the consequences of their past yes i know but this did not seem to me all there was in freya's story nora continued so i confess i made friends with the little girl largely in order to gain her further confidence she afterwards told me other things that were puzzling i knew that the germans in koblenz were not allowed to hold secret meetings but freya insisted that officers who had been old friends of her brothers came constantly to their house and that her sister hedwig opened a side door for them so they would not disturb major hersey then they talked together a long time and no one else was allowed to enter her brother's room save her father she also spoke of her sister hedwig's hatred of the americans it seems that Fräulein liedermann and i have at least one experience in common the german captain to whom she was engaged was also killed in the war hedwig was angry because her little german half-sisters were willing to make friends with major hersey and me but i must not take so long to come to my point i also made friends with frau liedermann often i went to her house although always i was afraid that the fact would be reported if i was found to be fraternizing with the germans i would have been forced to end my acquaintance with the liedermans as you know i can't tell you near all the details but the important fact i discovered is this captain liedermann the colonel his father and a number of other german officers have for weeks been making a secret effort to have the kaiser spirited away from holland their plan is to conceal him in some spot where the allies will be unable to discover him then when the resentment against him dies down the kaiser will be rescued and brought back to germany 
Captain Liederman has been trying for a long time to get out of Koblenz, but I cannot tell you anything more than this bare outline of the German plan. Breathless and shaking a little from fatigue and excitement, Nora Jamison now paused. You mean to tell me that you have made this extraordinary discovery during your occasional visits to the Liederman home, when I, who have been billeted there for months, have learned nothing? Major Hersey demanded, coloring in his habitual fashion, but this time partly from admiration of the girl beside him and partly from annoyance with himself. Yes, but our positions have been entirely different, Major Hersey, Nora explained. Every precaution was taken to see that you have found out nothing. Indeed, you were apparently welcomed into the Liederman household so that your presence there might be a blind. What I found out was owing to my intimacy with the two little girls and later with Frau Liederman. I hope for her sake it may never be discovered just how much she did confide to me. I sometimes think she almost wanted me to report what I knew. She is so weary of war and intrigue and deception and is almost as much of a child as her two little girls. I think this is all I have to tell at present. If our intelligence department should wish to ask me questions later, why, I may be able to answer them. Colonel Winfield rose and walked over to Nora. You have given me extraordinarily valuable information, Miss Jameson. I shall see that it reaches the War Department at once. I have always insisted that women make the best members of the Secret Service. But under the circumstances, I feel that I have the right to tell you this. We did know something of this plot you have just unveiled. What we did not know was where to find the center of the conspiracy in Koblenz. I think you need have no uneasiness. The Kaiser will never be saved from the consequences of his acts while the Allied armies are policing the Rhine. However, Miss Jameson, I am glad to have had you in Koblenz and think you have justified your coming to Germany. May I congratulate a Red Cross girl for another variety of service to her country. Now you are tired. Shall I not send you back to the hospital in my car? But Sonia Clark shook her head. No, thank you, Colonel Winfield. Dr. Clark is to have one of the Red Cross automobiles come for us, which is probably now waiting around the corner. We wished our visit to you to be known to as few persons as possible. Major Hersey will see us to the car. Goodbye. End of chapter 20. Recording by Debbie R. Baker Robinson.